I want to thank Research Consultants International for sponsoring today's podcast. They're a globally renowned lead generation firm that helps economic development organizations create real prospects. They've helped over 500 economic development organizations. Let me tell you exactly what they do. They facilitate one-on-one meetings for economic developers with corporate executives who will have projects soon. They can facilitate these meetings to where you travel to the corporate executive's office and meet them there, or you meet them at a trade show, or even have a conference call so you don't have to pay for travel. They recently launched a service called FDI 365, which provides you a lead a day of fast-growing companies that will be expanding soon. Their research has helped over $5 billion in projects get cited since inception. I encourage you to go to www.researchfdi.com to learn more about research consultants. As far as I'm concerned, they are absolutely the best lead generation firm in the business for economic development organizations. Call them now. They can help you create real prospects. Welcome to this week's episode of the Next Move Group We Are Jobs podcast. This is Chad Chancellor, co-founder of Next Move Group. Today I've got Horton Hobbs with us. Horton's a VP of Economic Development in Springfield, Ohio with the Greater Springfield Chamber. And uh, Horton, I met you I think five years ago yeah. at an IEDC event in New Orleans and I've kind of followed what you all have done and you've had an incredible run. So tell these folks where Springfield is yeah. and some of the good stuff that's happened. Well, thanks Chad. Appreciate it very much. Springfield, Ohio is one of just over 30 Springfields in the United States, but this is the one we like to talk the most about, <laughs> yeah. obviously. Uh, we are in Ohio, central, west central Ohio, right on I-70, right between Dayton, Ohio, and Columbus, Ohio. So we have the best of both markets and easy access to a huge number of people and population. And we've really tried to figure out how to capitalize on that and tell our story. And the brand of the Expand brand that we've done has been a part of that. But but really, it's just about getting out there. And this is contact sport, you know it. Yeah, We're sitting right. behind our, our desk. We're not doing our job. That's so right. we get out, tell our story, work very closely with our existing business community, and then try to grow some. And we've had been very fortunate to have some success recently. Yeah. yeah. And so we're recording today at the Mid-America Economic Development Event in Chicago. So if you hear some some beating and banging around the back. We're up early at 7.30 this morning. I don't know how Horton got me up this early to do a podcast. I know. Neither my, of our voices are working. Yeah, years. I think our voices are a little shy. <laughs> Too much screaming last night. But that does show it's a contact It's a contact sport. <laughs> That's and right. You guys have created uh, over 6,000 direct jobs just in the last five or six years. I get your annual reports and stuff. So talk about some of your wins and kind of yeah. what companies make sense in that part of Ohio. Yeah, absolutely. So, the you know, the 6,200 jobs, you know, a lot of people in our profession say, well, how many jobs did you create? Well, right. we all like to say we created jobs, but the reality is we don't create those jobs. The, the employers do, and we just create the environment. And we've, we've done that with strong partnerships with uh, a, a bunch of different organizations in our community, from higher ed to uh, you know, our, our regular public education system and then the, the government's social service providers. But <clears throat> what that's done is it's presented this, this, this one voice forward. And mm-hmm. While we've had some real success at growing our existing companies, and, and for us that's, you know, that's manufacturing, advanced manufacturing, automotive. We have a strong automotive mm-hmm. cluster. It's food processing and, and anything logistics and distribution. Yeah. And so we've had some success. And then over the last couple of years, two hallmark wins for us. One is a Japanese-based um, uh, a Honda supplier. 
with offices in Coleman, Alabama, Smyrna, Smyrna, Tennessee, and Canton, Mississippi, and they were looking for their first venture into Ohio to support uh, Honda's growth and <clears throat> stumbled into our office and we're looking for 20,000 square feet. And today, uh, just two years later, they're almost 450,000 square feet. Wow. Uh, 400 jobs committed, and it's a heavy stamping operation. So the stamp, uh, those presses are in the ground and running. And then right on the heels of that, really, literally, as we were wrapping up the first announcement, uh, we got started on a project with a company called Silfax. And they are a silicon-growing uh, company, so they grow the silicon crystal in support of their parent company, Lamb Research. And they grow and make the, the semiconductors uh, wow. for for. As we all know, the, the vastly growing technology field. So what's great about that, Chad, is both of these jobs have really increased the wages in our community. And particularly with Silfax, have taken our, our manufacturing strength and taken it to a whole nother level in terms right. of skill set. <clears throat> well, I know we didn't bring you on here to sell the state of Ohio, <laughs> but I like how Ohio does their economic development. It's a public-private partnership, or it was. I guess it, it sure changed. is. No, yeah. You never know an election season. <laughs> I can't remember which states. No, it, it, it didn't change, so we're good. <laughs> uh, but why don't you tell these people yeah. who maybe are from Ohio kind of how that works? Because they're very good about following up. They Anytime they come to New Orleans, like the workboat show or something, they'll, they'll, they'll see me while they're there, and I'm very impressed with their team. So yeah. won't you just, uh, even though it's sitting, well, we brought you on oh, here. Oh, no, folks a brief Ohio. Yeah, it's all right. It's all part of the, the team. So Jobs Ohio is great. They've been around, I think, since 2012, uh, really a, a private nonprofit. But their model is, and, and what's really cool is they're funded by the liquor oh. sales in the state of Ohio. So when well, you're in Ohio. I come through there. That's right. That's right. So, <laughs> so unfortunately, we got to have one of these conferences in Ohio that seems to seems to grow the pot a little yeah. bit. <laughs> Jobs Ohio is great, though, in, in that they've broken us up into six different regions across the state. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there are 88 counties. They can't be everywhere. So what they've done is partnered with regional uh, groups. For us, it's the Dayton Development Coalition. And, and that team supports us on the ground locally. But we are very well connected with Jobs Ohio. The thing about Jobs Ohio is with that stable source of funding, that does provide an opportunity for them to be proactive in areas of growth and proactive in areas of emerging technologies and, and emerging industry sectors in ways with flexibility and in ways that, that other states can't really compete. Right. And so they're under new leadership right now, and, and JP and I'll see if their, their CEO is he's a Dayton guy and just is a, is a huge friend to the entire state very very good at a strategy but most important he's great about relationships and as we all know in this business it's all about relationships and so what he's bringing to his team and how he's rebuilding that team it's really changing the face of of the way ohio does business and mm -hmm. really excited we've got a great governor and a great lieutenant governor that are really focused on economic development doing right things for for families and providing opportunity for folks so Ohio's in a great place. We're, we're certainly right in the center of the, of the United States for a whole num host of reasons. There's a competitive advantage to that. But really, I think what sets us apart now as a state is that we've got a strategy that we're executing and moving forward. And it's all about building that ecosystem of support. And we certainly have that with the state, with Jobs Ohio and with our regional partner, Dayton Development Coalition. Now, you've had so much success. Talk about what you're doing to make sure you still have product <laughs> on the real estate side, because this way you don't become a victim of your own success. Well, that's right, and that's an ever-growing challenge. The, the challenge has been, even in, in spite of our success, in spite of that, oddly, we've 
had mostly new buildings that have been built recently. So mm-hmm. stock is an issue everywhere, and in particularly in legacy cities like Springfield, where it's an, an older town, the industrial stock that's vacant or underutilized is, is in, in disrepair. So there's a host of ways we're, do, we're dealing with that. We've built a, an industrial park uh, at a time when most communities were retrenching. <laughs> we were building $9 million industrial parks wow, yeah. in greenfields right across uh, from the interstate. We also acquired a community, now it's a community-owned technology and research park that really had been underutilized and, and still is, quite frankly, but we've really turned, tried to make those two assets really specifically available for growth. We also have a really unique asset in that we have a municipal airport that's adjacent to a National Guard base. It's owned wow. by the city, and our city has really done a great job of leading efforts around the UAS, the unmanned aerial systems and, and drone activity, for lack of a better word. They've been in the forefront of that with AFR, Air Force Research Lab. You know, our business yeah, is all about acronyms. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so if you take Next Edge, the tech park, right. you take Primahide to mm-hmm. the traditional light manufacturing industrial park, and then you take Air Park, Ohio, right next to the, the guard base, those are three assets that we're utilizing to really help market right. availability. And then... What we're really doing more than anything else is we're focusing, as, as I hope many of my colleagues in, uh, that are listening to this are doing, and that's around workforce development. Mm-hmm. So we have a really uh, strong set of uh, robust programs to support a continuum of programming for students and, uh, and adults in our community to, so we can fill those jobs and, and make sure that we're – it's one thing to have a building, but if you don't have the people or vice versa, right. it's a challenge. Right. So. Well, and so I'm just curious to ask this because I've known you now, I guess, five years. Uh, was there a moment where you felt the momentum? I mm-hmm. mean, because y'all have had a lot of success, yeah. and in following you, I've seen it. Can you, I mean, was there one project or just all of a sudden you woke up one day and went, hey, we're actually making progress today? You know, because sometimes it's slow. It's hard to it see is. the ship turning. So it, it can is. you remember, I guess, for the folks out there that might be getting close to that point that yeah. need some inspiration? I mean, yeah. what was the moment for you where you went, you know, we're making a real difference here? Yeah, well, we're certainly there are a couple there are a couple of places uh, for me. One, uh, my boss and I, Mike McDormand, whom you know, we made a trip out to California as part of an IEDC conference. And we made an excursion out to see a headquarters of one of our local companies. And it was just a thank you visit. And out of that came a major project that was going to go somewhere else, and we ended up getting it. And this was this was right about the time you and I met. For me, as an economic developer, it was my first real project. It was the first one right. that we got to the finish line. We had to overcome some things. So from from a professional perspective, that was right. the the beginning for me. Like, yeah, I think I can I can figure this stuff out. Right. From a momentum builder for our community, which I think is most important because it's. A lot of what we do in economic development, you don't see the fruit of that for a long time, but when you hit something that works, you can change the trajectory of a community right. and it's through the psyche. And so this project with Topray America Corporation did that because what it did is it took an old brownfield site, industrial site, really in the urban core of our community and completely revitalized wow. it. So it was an international mm-hmm. harvester site. It's where international right. harvester started. They left. And then the, the site was cleaned up. They moved to another part of town. They're still growing. But that had sat vacant for almost 20 years. Right. And so all those houses and all the neighborhood around it just felt mm-hmm. like there was nothing going on. And now that whole area has completely come back. Right. And it's really shown, it's proven to ourselves that we've got a great program. Mm-hmm. But more important, we've got a great community. Right. And, and that has really turned the tide. So just my advice to my peers is these 
these jobs are not easy and these projects are not easy and our job is to to kind of keep the politicians and the ones that put some pressure on us at times keep them educated let them right. understand what this, this process is because once you hit one or two of those things it, it makes a difference and i have found momentum's real as you know we represent family-owned companies typically you can feel a momentum in a community and you can also feel when a community is desperate and and that turns you off you know and you think I mean, we've had some companies look at towns and we leave and they went, I really love these people, but, you know, it's like they're looking for a savior, you know, and we don't want that much pressure on us. <laughs> and so, but then you go to some communities like yours and uh, even when you go to McDonald's or whatever, people are free, you know, you just feel there's a momentum in the air. That's right. And so that always gives me encouragement to see. So one thing I like to ask all our guests, kind of how they got into this field, <laughs> hardly anybody grew up as a kid and said, I want to be an economic developer. So <laughs> what's your story? I, I grew up wanting to be an evil planner actually no actually I was gonna be a biologist and then uh, organic chemistry killed that ended up taking a geography class at Wittenberg University and fell in love with planning and urban planning so that's really what I wanted to do did that for a number of years and then kind of got burned out frankly all in my hometown right. kind of got burned out and started working at a community foundation which I absolutely loved and my boss today Mike we were at a rotary and he likes to tell a story at rotary one day and my predecessor at the chamber had announced his departure. Really good guy, very very accomplished economic developer. And he said he, he had gotten a you know a wastebasket full of resumes, and just none of them were fitting right. So that morning he threw away the resumes, went to Rotary, saw me in the food line. He's like, Hey Horton, you know it's, it's like hit me right in the head. Hey Horton, why don't you you got some time this afternoon to talk? And so we started talking through it. And he knew my background. He was on my board when I ran a downtown development group and. And we just kept talking. He said, I think, I think you should do this. And actually, what I didn't realize at the time is he was sincerely giving me a job offer at the moment. And, <laughs> and so I let him sit on it for three weeks, and he called me back. And it's not like him to let anything grow under his right. feet, but he did. And he said, I was really serious. And, you know, I'll be, I'll be honest with you. The first year, almost two years of this job, I don't want to say I never have regrets, mm -hmm. but I was questioning whether or not I made the right choice. Did I have the skill sets? And and what I found over the years now, almost nine years into this position or eight years into this position, this is all about your ability to follow through with what you right. say you're going to yeah. do, building good relationships. And those are skills. You can learn economic development. You're right. Nobody mm -hmm. goes into economic development. Right. But if you got good people skills, you got great follow-up, and I'm an analytical guy, and mm -hmm. so we bring data and those right. kinds of things, I, I have found it to be my sweet spot. And I'll tell you what, doing it in my hometown – it's just, it, that's just icing yeah. on the cake for me. So I love it. I can't imagine doing something different at this point in my life. And it's great. The thing is, it's an incredibly difficult job, but it's so rewarding. Right. Especially when you see that one person at a grocery store. Or, right. you know, you talk to my colleague, Amy, who's working with somebody that she's helping find a job in one of the companies we're helping to grow. That's, that's what this is all about. Right, right. Well, and I tell people, to me, economic development, especially in the small towns, not so much the big cities, but in the small towns, it's like being a PGA golfer, not a football coach. <laughs> yeah. you know, if you ever win the Masters once, you've won it. You don't, yeah. have, to, you know, you don't have to win every week. That's like right. That's a, I love do. that analogy. If you win one or two tournaments a year, you're usually having a real good uh, run. I love that. Well, you know, what's a, what's a Hall of Fame batting average? Yeah. yeah like, like 300, yeah. right? That means you That's failed right. two out of three times. That's exactly Well, for right. us, it's about 10%. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, so you failed That's nine right. out of 10. Uh, 
Well, Horton, thank you for being with us. And uh, to people out there, you know, we're just wondering if uh, going to the events like where we're at today works. It does. I mean, oh, we yeah. met, I think, five years ago at an IEDC event. And along the way, I've had things in Ohio that didn't even pertain to Springfield, but I know I can call Horton. He can guide me in the right direction. So you just can't replace old-fashioned networking and getting That's out right. there. So That's right. Thank you for being with us. Anything else about Springfield you want our folks to know? No, it's a great place. Come, Don't be afraid to come visit. And certainly if you're passing through between Columbus and Indianapolis, stop on Exit 54 and, and come see us. And, for and sure. give these folks your website because we do have some companies that listen, yeah. so in case that area is interested. So expandgreaterspringfield.com is our economic development website. So expandgreaterspringfield.com. That's all one word. Chad, I really appreciate the opportunity. Yeah. I've, I've enjoyed watching your company grow as well. You do a great work and uh, represent this industry extremely well. So yeah. thank you. Thank you. Appreciate you being with us. Absolutely. All right. Thank you.